Hello everyone, it's Sean, and welcome back to another episode of International Immersion. Tonight's going to be a solo episode due to a very commonly understood notion of what's going on with the coronavirus and the fact that my state, Illinois, has just issued a stay-at-home order which will start at 5 p.m. tomorrow evening. So, I know our channel is mainly focused about international aspects and this is very much an international case at this point. Every continent has been infected and the number of people infected is rising exponentially and at this point looks like it's going to be the biggest pandemic since perhaps the Spanish flu back in 1918 and 1919. So we all know what's going on with the polit- political decisions, the leaders, etc., and what they're doing to handle the crisis, what they've been doing well, what they've not been doing well, and so on and so forth. But what's more important, I think, is how is this affecting the average person on the street? You know, the media never really hits that too much. You get bits and pieces of it here and there, but I want to today give you an example of how this has affected me uh, in the last two months, for example. So to begin with, this, as we all know, started back in January um, in Wuhan, China, from all the evidence that we have thus far. And from there, it's rapidly spread to pretty much every corner of of the world. And interesting because I had a business trip to both India and Nepal, and also I was supposed to go to China, which quite naturally was was canceled. So I was overseas for about three weeks from around January 27th, and I didn't return to the U.S. until February 15th. During that time, it was interesting to see how the virus was spreading in China and starting to make some inroads into some of the other countries that are now infected. And I'm pretty happy that I made the decision to return when I did, despite taking some vacation. But it's interesting to see how things in India at that time were transpiring because the first couple of cases in India arose while I was there in the su- southern part of India, but more or less, you did not really see much impact on the ground. You heard discussion of it, but it wasn't a, a commonly discussed thing, at least with the people that I dealt with. Fast forward to when I got back to the U.S. on February 15th, you really saw things starting to escalate rather quickly. Literally, uh, starting this past week, at work, we went from our normal schedule to now we are entirely working online from home. And this has happened within the last two weeks. And it's quite interesting seeing the rapid development of the virus taking hold in different areas. And at my place of employment, slowly but surely, more measures were being put into place uh, for precaution and prevention. And once it started increasing rapidly here in the United States, it started with, all right, let's start working from home a couple days a week to within a couple days later. Now we're working at home every day. It's been pretty shocking how quickly this has happened and, to be honest, quite frightening because while this virus is a high survivability rate, a lot of people, as we know, are very susceptible to it, especially those who have compromised immune systems, lung issues, and who are old or face a wide range of ailments. So 
it's been pretty shocking, and I would say for myself, while I'm not too concerned for myself, I'm much more concerned about commodities and other things drying up in the short term due to the increased number of people buying a lot more than they need because they are in, a mode, in panic mode. You can sense the tension in the air around you, and even though my area in the Midwest is not the most populated area, and therefore potentially not as likely to develop or spread as rapidly because of population distribution, it's still more of a tense time right now, and I'm sure anyone listening to this, this has probably been the most shocking development in their lifetime, you know, aside from other other things on a personal nature, potentially speaking. But at the end of the day, I think the most important thing is we need to remain calm and we need to understand that this will surpass, you know, things that have happened in the past, but it's not going to cause the whole house of cards to come tumbling down. This is going to be a temporary and a short-term uh, setback, but things will bounce back you know people's lives the stock market but at this at the end at the same time unfortunately a lot of people who get this virus are probably going to expire from it for a, a wide number of reasons you only have to look at what's happening in Italy right now which just the other day surpassed China in the number of deaths and the number of deaths here in the United States is also rapidly increasing which is quite unfortunate to say the least but Getting back to the main topic, within the last two months, going from a typical normal work week to now being at home at all times and now facing a stay-at-home order from the governor of Illinois, it really shows how quickly and how important governments and organizations need to take pathogens because, in my opinion, they are perhaps the single most deadly threat to humanity not because of not because of how they spread but because of the rate and unlike war or other natural natural or unnatural um, calamities or things related to it this is something that is invisible it's almost impossible to control and you never know if you're infected especially given the fact that this virus has an incubation period of two weeks or more, and we're still learning more and more about this virus every day. So to begin with, on tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, it's going to be interesting staying at home for the next two, three, four, a month, two months, whoever knows how long this will last, and waiting this virus out until it surpasses or passes this by but I'm curious to what a lot of people are doing and how people are reacting to this both physically and emotionally because I've sensed and I felt a lot of anxiety and stress the last couple of weeks as this has spread while I've always kept it together it does wear on you after a while and I know a lot of people simply don't have the mental capacity to really get through this in the same way other people can so starting tomorrow, I'm going to start doing some more podcasts about what it's like to be at home during this period of time and how it's affecting me and what developments are going around in Illinois and the Midwest, for example.
At the end of the day, though, I think everyone needs to remain calm. We need to stand together as a people. We need to stand together as a society, and we need to take all the precautions and the steps necessary to make this pass by as quickly as possible and to prevent exposure and prevent more people from getting this virus. I think at the end of the day, you know, everyone's going to look back on this and say, wow, I you know, survived the great pandemic of 2020. But it goes to show that we can never really take our guard down to these types of events and action must be taken quickly and decisively to prevent this from spreading. And while, for example, the Chinese have done a really good job with prevention, you know, they also did not do the best or the most satisfactory job of controlling this when it first started, as the news and other information has very bluntly demonstrated. And the same can be said about the reaction here in the United States. I personally think it could have been, or many other things could have been implemented much earlier to increase the preparedness of the country for this virus. And I'm glad that the states, and more more particularly the governors of the states, are taking more rapid and I'd say maybe extreme precautions. But at the end of the day, that's going to save lives. It's going to you know, decrease the amount of time this virus is active. But we still don't know how long this is going to be here. And everyone's heard time frames of a few months or maybe even 18 months. But in my opinion, I expect that people are going to be working from home or going to be locked up for at least a couple months. I may be mistaken or maybe incorrect, but given how long this virus has lasted in China, and while it's starting to improve in China, I do think that it's going to be many more months before they're back to more of a normal state of affairs. And the U.S., we're probably a good two months behind China in terms of the development and uh, spread of the virus throughout the throughout a country, for example, I do see that things are going to get worse, and then they're going to peak, and then they're going to slowly start to recover. Now, what that means for the stock market and other economic and social sectors, that is going to be a roller coaster ride. The stock market is going to continue to go up and down. Uh, due to uncertainty and fear. And as this continues to affect the supply chain, you're going to see more swings. And I don't think we've seen the bottom of this either. So my suggestion for people in the stock market is just you know stick tight, hold on to your assets, and let's see where this is going to take us. And then it's also a great buy opportunity because think the stock market has dropped over 30% and starting to fluctuate, maybe level off sooner or later. But it could be a good buy opportunity once we know or have a clearer idea where the market's going to go. But as with the market and how it operates, that is nearly impossible. But if you're a long-term investor, I think that is a, a wise a thing to do to buy in at this time or to incrementally buy into the market. And then as for things for people, I do think you need to maintain a, uh, a set structure for your lifestyle. You need to stay busy, whether you're working, exercising, keep yourself busy, keep yourself you know, active and don't just you know, succumb to boredom or to just the anxiety. You need to be actively doing things to keep your mind off what's going around and not watch too much news. The more news you watch, the more anxiety and the more fear generates. So you need to pay attention, but don't overdo it. 
because in my case, the more news I watch, the more anxiety builds in me and it gets rather uncomfortable. So I think it's important to keep up with the headlines, keep up with what's going on, but don't overwhelm yourself with it because that's just going to increase your anxiety and your fear factor, you know, you know, tenfold over time. So that's all I have for today, but I just wanted to do this uh, this episode today kind of different from what we've done in the past where we've had multiple people on because I think it's important that everyone is communicating about this virus and what they're doing. So I hope you all have enjoyed this today. I know I've kind of run all over the place with many things, but that was kind of the purpose of today's episode, just to give kind of a general idea of what's going on with myself and what what I think and my predictions for what's going to happen in the near future. So uh, please subscribe to our channel. Uh, we would love to have your questions and input. How can we improve? What content we, are you interested in or want us to create? We'll gladly uh, take those into consideration. And as always, we always say goodbye in our native, native or learned languages. So until next time, goodbye, or as in Chinese, Zaijian.